0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Jimmy's Diner. I'm your host, Jimmy Luca. Um, I'm not even going to hide it. I've been struggling keeping myself together these last few days, these last few weeks already with everything going on in the background. Um, It's been a struggle trying to podcast, um, but in particular, it was a struggle trying to get to this one for those who follow me um it's no secret I, I i lost a a good friend of mine one of those friends you have where uh you know and i'm forgive me i'm trying to uh do this as best as i can and as smooth as i usually do um but someone who one of those friends who uh you you can grow apart and and not see each other for a while but the love is always still there um And next time you see each other, next time you catch up, it's like you guys have been seeing each other every single day, talking to each other every single day. Um, A lot of you know her, Cassandra Velasquez, a lot of you know her as Waffle Master. Um, She was just definitely uh, someone of, of great significance in my life for sure. And I just wanted to open up. I wrote a few things because I'm not good at this. And uh, I wanted to open up the show with a tribute to her. So uh, she was sassy. She was strong. But she was also very kind hearted all at once. A very loving personality. Very much like mine. Cooge, shout out to Cooge, actually introduced us one summer because we reminded him of one another. A couple of cornballs who were into superheroes and music. Turned out we were also both Libras, which she never let me forget. (laughs) She was the first girl who put me on game when it came to astrology. Astrology can't talk right now. And since then, the reason for my poking fun at girls who are into astrology. So you can thank her for those jokes. She was also the very first girl who gave me a run for my money when it came to laughs, no matter how corny her jokes were. And we could all agree as her friends, it was mostly the laugh. Me and Cassie were a lot alike in so many ways, which is why I think we both cherish each other as friends above all else. In fact, for those who don't know, back in May, I had a suicide attempt and Cassie was one of those people who fueled me with the motivation to bounce back after the fact. She was also, she was always so supportive. I only wish I could have done the same for her just as I'm sure the rest of her friends and family feel the same. I pray that we all stay strong for her and find peace in knowing that she has also found hers. I want to take this time to not only honor the memory of a friend, but to remind everyone to always reach out. Ask about your people and make sure sure they're okay. Especially the ones who smile big, laugh hard, and keep themselves busy making sure everyone else is living their best lives. (laughs) Those are the friends who feel they need to bottle whatever they're going through up before burdening you with their problems. I love you, Cassie. This podcast is dedicated to you. And I hope you're laughing with me in heaven. My name is Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) if you're watching on the youtube i definitely like i've never been more grateful that the fucking jimmy's diner logo is like front and center and just like boom covering the whole shit while the intro is going because i just definitely use that opportunity to just like clean the fuck up (sighs) shout out to cassie man um a lot of great memories A lot of funny conversations, um, just an all-around terrific, tremendous, kind-hearted, beautiful soul. Um, and like I said, it's it's the ones who smile big. <sighs> now that I've cleaned myself up and I could speak on this a little more, uh, calm, as calm as I possibly can. Um, it's the ones who smile big it's the one who's it's the ones who smile biggest it's the ones who laugh the hardest look out for them reach out to them um you never know what someone is going through and it's all they'll never reach out to you that's that's what i went through when i went through my uh depression and i knew that about cassie is that she was the same We, we were so much alike and i can't stress that enough and uh Those people will not want to, uh, the people who, and I don't mean to sound ignorant here, but the people who are going through the most, the people who are actually going through shit, they don't want to go to you with their problems. They feel like it's a burden and they will actually do the most. Me and her, she always reminded me, Libra, 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 Libra. We're always trying to fix people. We're always trying to, you know, solve people's problems and, uh, you know, I, I think I've always been like that, but she definitely reminded me of, of who I was and, and it made me even more like that. It definitely uh, emphasized that character in me. Um, but always reach out. The, the, the people who are actually going through shit, they're not going to tell you. They're not going to reach out. So it's very important to always check on your people, especially this year, especially this past year. Just in general, you never know what someone's someone's trauma is, you know, I just can't stress it enough, but again, this podcast is dedicated to Waffle Master, (laughs) Cassie Velasquez, Um, I wore my Spider-Man t-shirt today because like I said, we are both huge comic book nerds and uh, Spidey was the fave uh, for both of us, so on with the show. Jimmy's Diner, which I, she definitely would have wanted me to do still. This corny-ass show that you guys listen to, she would have wanted me to do still, so we're getting on with it. Um, I am still going through COVID symptoms like you wouldn't fucking believe. And I looked it up, and it's the weirdest shit in the world. Um, I didn't look this one up, actually. I actually saw it shared on uh, my Facebook. And... They call us long haulers, right? Because the fucking two weeks that you didn't have COVID, the two weeks that you had COVID wasn't enough. And I spoke about this in the beginning of the podcast. I've been so hesitant to do the podcast in general, not because I don't want to do it. Like I want to do it, but because I try hard not to be this way because you shouldn't be hard on yourself like this. And in return, things will come naturally but i'm a perfectionist and i want to make sure that i'm not producing shit i've had for starters to start on on the on the lowest end of my problems i and it feels kind of big cuz it's annoying and i do a lot of this i do a lot of talking so it's from my mind and your mind is a powerful thing and i have had what they call covid brain fog get the fuck out of here what the fuck and the funny thing is, I actually like definitely downplayed it. There was a lot of people who I saw had COVID and, you know, a lot of people that th- I think this is funny, period, though. Like, I think this is the most hilarious thing in general, is that there are people out there who like they get COVID and then they share all of their symptoms, like not like this, like I'm on a podcast and it's even funny for me to talk about it on a podcast, but there's people who will post all of their symptoms online and give updates and stuff. And it's like, bro, nobody gives a fuck. Everybody like has everybody, almost everybody in the world has had COVID or is going to have COVID, we don't need the updates. You're not fucking Idris Elba or fucking Leo DiCaprio. I don't care. Those are two men that I really care about. I love those guys, and I don't know them. But it's love at first sight. Wolf of Wall Street. Fucking... American gangster, you know what I'm saying? I love them niggas. But that's beside the point. I definitely made a fun of people who you know like like dramatized like oh I have covid brain fog now, like it's 2 weeks after covid, I can't think straight and blah blah blah. I have covid brain fog like a motherfucker. And what makes it worse is that I was already a huh? Ask nigga, like people would ask me questions, and I know what they're asking me, and I listen to them very clearly. But it didn't process yet, so I look them in their face. I say, "Huh?" And then the, when they repeat the question, I already answer them midway through them repeating the question, and they look at me like you're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> Welcome to a conversation with my NY made Jimmy. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. How long have you known me for? But that shit's even worse now with the COVID brain fog. And it sucks ass. On top of that, I've had this, this you know, there's the COVID brain fog, there's the fatigue, which I'm trying to, like, get rid of with the gym, and it's just not happening. Like, I go to the gym, I have a little, like, energy after, and then it's, like... I hate it. I hate it. So. See, I'm, I'm like struggling thinking right now. Mm-hmm. Ah, get some water. Get some water. So. The big thing now, which I'm hope I'm hoping is not a big thing and it just goes away on its own or whatever. I don't fucking know, but I've been having. The day that I woke up from that the day that I woke up and I had my taste and smell back, I fucking chugged the beer. And then right after I chugged the beer, I started having like, and I thought it was from chugging the beer, but it must've been a coincidence. I don't know. But I started having like an irregular heartbeat. And I don't know if anybody's ever had it before. I'm no stranger to it. I've had it before. And they say, you know, it's, it's been like stressed Um, induced, and sometimes it can just randomly happen. People have it all the time. I've had one called AFib, which is, and this is about to turn into a medical podcast. Because why not? But, uh, my dad's calling me. I don't know if he wants to be on the pod right now, so I'll just ignore that. I have had aphid which is an a full-blown irregular heartbeat it's like the the way they explained it to to me was the first the, the top two chambers in your heart actually like qu- are quivering and they're not they're kind of like causing your heart not to like pump blood the right way so you have like an irregular heartbeat I've had that for like and this has all happened since I was a kid I've had that like on and off like it'll come and go in like 20 minutes. I've had PVCs, which is what I've been having since for like two weeks now, which is basically, we all have it. It's that sensation in your heart where your heart like skips a beat, kind of feels like it stops for one beat, um, or whatever. I've been having that since last Monday, since no, two Mondays ago now. So it's like, I, I'm supposed to see a cardiologist this week. And they're like, I talked to the nurse who's setting me up with the cardiologist. They put me on a heart monitor and everything, which I'll get to. And she's like, what do you, She, I'm on the phone with her. And she's asking me all these questions about what what's my daily habits like or whatever. She's looking at my history. She's like, oh, you're super, super healthy. That's one thing that doctors always tell me. Oh, you're super, super healthy. Do you go to the gym? Do you work out? Whatever. And I'm like, I go to the gym when I go to the gym. I don't give a fuck. I eat what I want most of the time, like not most of the time, but I kind of eat what I want. And then I try to balance it out every now and then. And I'm like, you know what? Let me have some fucking asparagus with like a spoonful of rice and some chick. But she was looking at over, over all the notes and she saw the fact that I had COVID. So she goes, Oh, you had COVID. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, Hmm. And there's a long pause and she's like, all right, well, Dr. Beep, because I don't know if it's hippo or whatever, is going to see you next Thursday whatever. And I'm like, hold the phone. You're not about to just fucking hang up after that. You got to fucking tell me. You're not about to leave me on a cliffhanger like if this is, you know, episode five of WandaVision. You got to let me know this shit. She's like, I'm like, okay, well, hold on is it a possibility that this is COVID related? Cause I was already on my head. I was already paranoid. I read things up on like fucking blood clots and shit. COVID causes all this fucking crazy shit long-term. And she's like, well, yeah, uh, you know, she's going to talk to you more about that. Why the fuck would you mention it? I hate people who do that. And doctors shouldn't do it to somebody with hypochondria for those listening who can relate. I already hate people who start something and then are like, "Mm, mm, I can't. Well, you just started. So finish it before I finish in your mother's mouth. That's how I fucking feel. And that's how I felt about the doctor, the nurse. Yeah, you're a fucking nurse. I'm going to fucking make it clear that you're not a doctor and you're a nurse. Nothing against nurses, but this nurse pissed me off. You're not going to fucking tell me. Oh. Huh, like a, like some movie shit, oh, like, like a cliffhanger in the end of a show. Huh, wow, I see here that you just had COVID. Hmm. Dramatic music in the background, some fucking days of our lives shit. And I'm just sitting there, you just hear... And I'm just like, well, what do you mean? And I'm casted as like fucking, what's the guy? Uh, Pedro Pascal, the guy who plays Mandalorian. Well, what do you mean? And the fucking nurse is some annoying look, looking bitch like fucking, uh, I don't know. What's the girl with, with the voice who, who plays uh, in, uh, in, in Bride of Chucky? The nurse is going to answer all of that for you next Thursday. Scene cut. Roll the credits. Now I got to fucking wait for a cardiologist to tell me whether or not my heart is going to fail from COVID. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck. You fucking suck. You fucking suck. You get... Get, the fuck, out get the fuck out of here. get the fuck out of here is on this beautiful Wednesday morning. <sighs> that shit sucks, bro. I hate this whole long... Anybody who, who's been... Who's had COVID and is, and is long hauling, baby, welcome to the party. Because it sucks. I'm doing everything I can. If... I did everything I can through COVID. I think before COVID, I could have done a little better like health-wise, but... This is the thing that I talk to people all the time, and they're like, oh, like, I'm super, super healthy, and I fucking don't get the shit. Bro, it doesn't matter. This shit's coming for you regardless. You could be the healthiest person in the world. I've seen healthy-ass people. Fuck, Look at Idris Elba. He got fucking COVID. That nigga, I didn't think he could get COVID. I didn't think niggas like him could get COVID. But I did everything I could. I'm doing everything I can now for the long-haul shit. Like, I'm just trying hard not to fucking, you know, like... Just to like give myself the extra boost Like green smoothies and, and and chipotle dude I hate people who say chipotle It's chipotle white people Not chipotle A lot of years in the restaurant business I heard a lot of fucking head chefs Like say chipotle And I'm like yeah I'm definitely not having your mac and cheese today Because you don't know shit about cooking I'm sure it's stress contributing Honestly my daughter's been doing a lot of talking back, which I huh, just want to fucking kick her into the earth and then have her come out on the other side. But at the same time, I'm not a physical father, just so people know. This is like a joke. It's all a joke. That's in my bio now. Um, This cat's such a distraction. And I have COVID brain fog, so it's like... <laughs> so... At the same time, though, it's mad funny. Like, it's it's that feeling of wanting to kick her into the earth and watching her come out on the other side and then hitting, like, a satellite and then coming back to me. Or, <laughs> it's also, but it's also a mixture of, like, I want to die so hard because she just, and then she does this thing with her hand if you're watching on YouTube. I, this is why I do the YouTube, because I'm super animated. She just does this thing with her hand where she's just, like, But I didn't do that. Fucking annoying. The other day, dude, fucking. What did I tell her? This is a shit I can't remember shit to. It sucks. I have friends fucking bullying me. What the fuck? I told you this shit last Thursday, bro. Well, I don't even remember what the fuck I had for breakfast. I got to really work harder. And I don't even smoke like that. So it's not like I'm a burnout. I I just have COVID brain fog like a motherfucker right now. I told her some shit like, oh, she didn't fucking flush the toilet. Like 100%. It was not an argument. But I didn't do anything. But I heard you pee. But I did it. And it's like the stupidest fucking, like, the dumbest face. The dumbest Like, I just want to fucking, but I also want to laugh because it's like, but I didn't. When she does it to my girl, it's the funniest shit because it's like, it's not me. So it's like, (laughs) okay. But I don't want her to see me laugh. If If she does see me laugh, then I do this thing where I'm like, I'm not laughing. But you are. But you are. It's always this hand right here. Sassy ass motherfucker. But you are laughing. I saw you. Why don't you go to bed for fucking seven hours and then wake up and go to bed for real if you're going to have that attitude in this house? But this house is sassy. What the fuck are we going to do? I decided to procreate. I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican. Her mother is Portuguese and all this other shit. You procreate culturally, you're just going to have like a, a fiery fucking child If you procreate very culturally, culturally, like there's a lot of cultures in there, you're just going to have a fiery-ass fucking child with a fiery mouth, and you're going to want to kick them into the earth, but you're also going to want to laugh and love them, because you know they get it from you and the parent, and it's fine. If you procreate and they're just some pasty white motherfuckers, then you're possibly going to have a hateful school shooter or something. I don't fucking know. (sighs) I've been changed. I changed locations and it's done a lot for me mentally. And I wanted to speak on it because what people don't understand is that the environment environments where you feel like you have to walk on eggshells. People don't realize how toxic they really are and how much damage it does to you mentally, where And whether it be a job or a relationship, in my case, it was a job, whether it be a job, whether it be a relationship, whether it be shit with your family, don't deal with it. Don't feel like you have to deal with it because there's another job out there. There's another look. There's another location out there for you. (laughs) There's another person. If it's family, it's tough, but you don't feel forced to deal with it. An environment where you feel like you have to walk on eggshells never ends well for you or your mental state. You will explode. And quite frankly, where's the fun in feeling like you can't do or say much? Because of whoever's in charge or who's around you or who you go to bed with. So I wanted to speak on that. I wanted to speak on the fact that... And since then, you know, it's been a short time, but I felt so, like, not to be dramatic, but liberated because I feel like there's a lot of things that I can do. I have a lot of freedom. My head is in the other areas of my life that I want to focus on and not so much like, oh, I need to do this. I got to be careful with this. Oh, I want, I'm i worried about what this person's going to say. Walking on eggshells environment will make you feel like... You have to worry about what you you start worrying about what people think and what people say, and that's out of character for me. And I've worked very hard at it. And, and, and you know, I grew up in, in an environment like that, more or less. I mean, definitely when you work with and it sucks because when it comes to parents and I'm jumping around here, but when it comes to parents, you know, like especially cultural parents, they're very old school and they grew up a certain way and and they don't know, you know, because they were taught that way. So now they're introducing it to their kids. I intend to raise my daughter differently. I intend to raise any future kids differently. So. The point is, it's it's tough because. You in your life. One of the most successful tips that I have for people, and I ain't shit, I'm just speaking off experience, trial and error, is to not give a fuck what people think, right? Don't give a fuck about what people think, about what you're going to do, what you're wearing, whatever. I worked very hard at, at at growing up from thinking, caring about what people think, because it was instilled in me in a young age. But when... You can work hard at getting there, but that environment of that walking on eggshells environment will make you come out of character in a sense that you'll start driving yourself crazy, thinking about what's this person going to say? What's this person going to do? So it's been good, man. I'm focused on the podcast, even with the COVID brain fog. I'm focused on a lot of future projects and a lot of things that I plan to do with my life and, and with this. So I'm excited. Here's to change. Some water in the morning. Mm -hmm. That's my second bottle. I'm doing the damn health thing again, bro. COVID just kind of like made me, makes you very like lazy. I, I just hit the New York thing by accident. COVID just makes you like very like lazy and fatigued and it's real. So... And adding on to my change of environment, I just want to say, fuck, if I didn't say it already on the last podcast, enough, fuck COVID deniers and conspiracy theorists. You're not smart. You're not smart. (laughs) Smoking a blunt and going on YouTube and looking up conspiracy theories or smoking a blunt and seeing a conspiracy theory pop up on your IG that says COVID is a lie. All of these people who die are fake. This is a statistic created by the government. This is population control. This is, you're not smart. You're actually the opposite. You're moronic. It's been a couple months. It's it's about to be a year of this whole shutdown. The the shutdown and then the opening up half-ass and mask and everything else. You are not smart. You are not superior. And, that, and that's the attitude that they have, these people. That's the attitude that they have. They're very smarter than you. They're very superior. They're very, like, their, their opinion is so different. I feel like sometimes people, people have, like, such an out there different opinion just to have it, not realizing that they sound fucking moronic. I know personally people have died and this person in particular that I'm talking about will sit there and be like, well, how do you know they died from COVID? Well, what if it wasn't this and the fucking, the nurses at the, the nurses at the hospital didn't just slap COVID on it, bro. Who are you? How the fuck do you know? I didn't know you were Dr. Anthony Fauci. I didn't know you had a fucking I didn't know you went to Columbia Universe. I didn't know you were the fucking smartest person. I didn't know you you were you were like the three-eyed raven. I didn't know I'm watching a lot of Game of Thrones right now. I didn't know you fucking knew all this shit. Like you know what's happening behind the scenes. Thank you for your insight. That you learned after smoking a blunt and watching a conspiracy theory video. You now sound like all the other burnouts that I've spoken to. Who have no clear evidence or anything behind what they're fucking saying. I just don't get it. I don't fucking understand it. And it and it pisses me off more because I know people who have for sure died from COVID. I know. Why? Yes, because they were sick and they had complications from COVID and they died. Oh, well, that person's was that person was old. Guess what? Your grandfather's old. What if he fucking croaks? How are you going to feel? I'll get off this subject. But I just wanted to say that because I just think it's so disrespectful to I, I've lost people, not people super close to me, but I've lost people from covid. I, I mean, damn well close to me. Yes. My my one of my best friends, his grandmother lost her to covid. And the thing that people always say is like, oh, well, that person was old. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Take your fucking conspiracy theories, take your covid I don't believe in COVID bullshit. Take your fucking anti-vaxxing shit and shove it up your fucking dickhole.
1: Get the fuck out of here. Get
0: the fuck out of here for COVID deniers. I hate it. I hate it. I mean, I know Trump supporters, right? Full-blown Trump supporters. Not full-blown. That's hardcore. But I know Trump supporters who who own a... I know one Trump supporter in particular who owns a bar. He had somebody test positive right no one knew about it this is behind closed doors you had somebody on his staff test positive closes his business for a couple days just to clean it out just to test everybody boom back in business i know that i mean i don't mean to offend any fucking republicans who listen or whatever cuz you know you guys know where i stand on politics i i think both sides are fucking stupid and it's driven by the media and all this shit i have my opinions yes but My thing is, I know a lot of Republicans even who they know what's good. They know what to do. This isn't a fucking political thing. It's it's not one side or the other, dude. It's about doing the right thing. You may not be worried. You may be the fucking healthiest person in the world. You may eat fucking almonds and grapes and fucking avocado toast and fucking you might work out and all this shit all day. Guess what, bro? If I was the healthiest person in the world, I would still wear my mask. I would still take precautions. I'll fucking take a test every fucking week just to make sure that my grandmother and her grandmother and his grandmother and everybody else's grandmothers OK. Just because we're fucking healthy. What? Oh, I'm not fucking worried. I'm going to be reckless. Go suck your mother's dick. That's all I have to say about it. And now we're going to do an ad because I do ads when I'm fired up jimmy's diner is brought to you by solita soap which is now available on the shelves at plant city i've praised products on this podcast before like their scented beard oil ultra healing shea butter and more well you can now get them at your earliest convenience and a, and support a black owned business in the best way if you live local shop local and hit up Plant City to support the growth of Solita. And as always, if you live out of state, hit the link in my bio and use promo code Jimmy's Diner at checkout. Solita, for your very own. I'm going to do ads when I'm fired up more often because it's fun. <laughs> Woo! Hey, hey. Woo! <laughs> my neighbor's... On Wednesday mornings and like Tuesday nights, whenever I have guests, they're probably like, "What the fuck is this dude on?" And then I'll have like a Netflix special one day, and they'll understand. Ah, uh, what do I have here? My COVID brain fog. Go fuck yourself. If COVID, if COVID brain fog was a thing, I would RKO it through a glass table. It sucks. It fucking sucks. And I feel so bad because I deadass, like, made fun of anybody who was like, like, what do you mean brain fog, bro? Like, what the fuck? <sighs> and now I have it. It blows. I just want to go away. I bitched about, like, my loss of taste and smell, and I'm, now I'm having this weird stuff happen with my heart, and I'm having this brain fog, and I'm like, hmm, wasn't so bad. So I had a friend of mine who usually sends me some of, like, her dating app gems for the podcast reminded me that big alpha men are still out there and it's weird as fuck. I actually have to go back to the conversation because I told her she was going to be on the podcast like anonymously. She sends me this shit. <laughs> she was like I was so scared to not match with him. Imagine? That's that's what that's the weirdest thing about like big alpha man, dude. Like They're like, they're always like so aggressive and it's like, bro, you're already big. In a world where like you have the me too, this is, this shit's wrong in general, but like in a world, I'm talking about logically for a man, right? In a world where you already have like the me too movement and like all this shit, why would you? You're already big. So imagine I was so scared to not match with him. And then she says, I'm tired of half-naked guys and guys with dogs as their first picks. I don't give a fuck about your dog or your abs, you weirdos. And he fucking had, like, his picture, I'm not going to share it on the YouTube, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not going to expose somebody. But his picture is just, like, this fucking big jacked motherfucker. And he's like, God damn, so-and-so with all these, like, it's like the sweating emoji. It's all, like, red with the tongue out. Aggressive. Very, very aggressive. Holy fuck. Wow. It just reminded... Oh, by the way, uh, yeah, just to let you know, pal, the fucking dogs as their first picks is probably the smartest thing I've ever seen. But if you don't like dogs, we got to have that conversation. That's very weird of you. I did not know that. But... That is the smart, that's that's one of the smarter things I've heard on dating apps is like a guy using a dog as their first pick. That's how you lure him in. It's better than the fucking big jacked aggressive guy. I just don't get how those guys are still out there and it's such a like, it's such a double, a double-edged sword. It's just like you're already big and jacked and scary, right? And then you're going to be aggressive. It's those guys are always aggressive. They're either like really sweet and or gay or they're very aggressive. And they're like, yo, ma. what's up? You trying to get married? You trying to get your ass ate? I can also bench you to the moon. Hey. What the fuck? Calm down. And newsflash. And this has been for like the last couple of years now. And I love the wave. I, my body changes all the time So I never Like you get what you get You get what you get You get the goofy personality You get the good smile I could be fucking 500 pounds And I, I guarantee you My smile is still great I'm not confident about a lot of things But I've just heard it often My smile and my laugh And my laugh sounds very fucking stupid But people like it So it's fine And I'm pretty sure it's one of the things That keep the, co- the podcast good When I have uh, COVID brain fog But scratch all of that like uh the self confidence stuff which we need sometimes girls don't give a fuck about like the big jacked alpha man bro and it's been a wave for like the past couple years now where like they don't give a fuck they care about what's going on on the inside Gr- girls who you want let me paraphrase that let me paraphrase that girls who you want Because the girls who want that stuff, that's that's another issue. But girls who you want in your life, don't give a fuck about how big you are, how many fucking veins you have in your forearm. That shit's a thing of the past. I remember when that was a wave, and it was all nice, nice to be, like. I would see fucking stupid ass girls share, share memes of like, oh my God, sweat emoji, tongue out. Oh my god, my fucking pussy's so wet. This guy has like the most amazing spider looking veins in his arm, and I wanna fucking fuck him and his dad. Get the fuck out of here. Girls don't give a fuck about that anymore. I actually saw a wave. I see a way you see a wave of girls now who love dad bods and just a fat dude, a ch- not fat. I mean, like just a chumpy dude, a chunky dude who can make you laugh and fucking give you a good time and not stress that you don't have to worry about fucking roiding up and probably fucking killing you in your sleep one day because you like the guy's picture. I don't fucking know. They don't care about that. And the girls who do will cheat on you for the fucking overly tan guy in the gym who has just more veins than you and has more money. You're going for the wrong chicks. And you have the wrong mindset. Like me, I go to the and I know a lot of dudes who fucking they go to the gym, they work out and they do it for health reasons. I try to do the same. I try to go to the gym. I go to the gym and I go for health reasons. Do you like to see results? Absolutely. It's motivating. I'm a big mental health guru and I'd be lying if I told you. That it is not important to work out and exercise and live a healthy lifestyle for This. And for your body, for your longevity in your life. But to go to the gym and and fucking go for the gains and for the fucking traps and the veins in your forearms that look disgusting and aggressive. Girls don't give a fuck about that. They're actually very creeped out by you. So I'm just saying. I'm no expert here. I'm just I'm just the messenger. <sighs> so I mocked my girl's moan the other day, right? That's how this podcast is. You know, you guys know me at this point. It just jumps around all the time. Here we are now. Chapter fucking 6. So I mocked my girl's moan. <laughs> you imagine if I delivered this as a news podcast? And at the top of the hour, Jimmy mocks his girl's moan as a joke. Coming to you live at 6 from WPRI. My name is (laughs) Jimmy. Yo, man. So I did mock my girl's moan as a joke. Mm. And we went down a rabbit hole of some sexual pet peeves of mine. Because I'm I don't know why we like my girl's fucking goofy as fuck. Honestly, she's fucking dead hilarious. And she's she's very corny. She's very, very corny. And I had a conversation with her yesterday because I, I like I do appreciate how corny and funny she is, because at the end of the day, like I like to laugh. I like to have a good time and like previous relationships pretty fucking serious. Like, I feel like my relationship with her, and I love Game of Thrones, but my relationship with her is more like, like, you have to be kind of serious in a relationship if you're in a serious relationship. When you present it to your parents, you're like, yeah, I'm in a serious relationship, but it's not serious. It's just, it is serious, but it's not. Like, my relationship with her is, like, half serious, half, like, fucking funny. Like, it's Breaking Bad Soprano shit. My previous relationships, eh, Game of Thrones. Just not a lot of laughs. Very, very fucking serious all the time. Very serious all the time, a lot of blood, a lot of incest, and I just had to dump them because they were fucking their own brothers and shit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's all a joke. So I don't know why we were on the subject, but I mocked, I I think I just like, I'm just a random fucking goof sometimes, and I think I randomly like mocked her right? And it was just like, I, ter- I did it terribly on purpose. And she was like, do I really sound like that? And I was like, no, if, I, if you really sound like that, I would not be with you. And she was like, what do you mean? And I went down this fucking rabbit hole, dude. Oh, my God. And I fucking, I went down this rabbit hole and, and like ended up being in a place that I was a couple years ago with this one girl. Who was a screamer. Here's the thing with me. Not that it matters, this is just for conversation purposes. this isn't me like giving out my information because for any reason, but just just I, I I spit, I think relatable content, and that's why people keep returning and listening. A very big pet peeve of mine is two big pet peeves of mine: screamers and talkers, and the people and and the women who Like, I feel like try too hard or maybe they don't try at all. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't try at all. And that's just naturally how they are. I just don't like it. Who try too hard to like sound like they're in a porno. Okay. Now, this is probably my fault because I've said on podcasts and I've said just jokingly, I've said it in conversations. I'm open about it. Like, Bro, guys watch porn. I think that's just a common thing. It's not even just a me thing. It's a common thing. Guys watch porn. They do. And I think that women do it because they're like, you know what? This is what you like. I'm going to fucking scream and tell you some nasty shit. Well, screaming and the nasty shit makes me not want to finish. So if your mission is to give me blue balls and COVID brain fog.
1: Get the fuck
0: out of here. If your mission is to get me to finish, you're going to have a fucking rough time. Because that type of shit is just like, oh man. This one girl was a fucking huge screamer huge screamer, and she was a double whammy. So she was a huge screamer, and she was a talker. And, bro, it just wasn't sitting right with my spirit. I gotta put that on the soundboard, fucking Kanye saying that. It's the funniest shit in the world. It just was not sitting right with my spirit. It wasn't. I don't like that shit. It's so fucking weird. If I don't even like it in porn, here's the thing about me, right? Here's the thing about me. Here's the thing about me and watching porn. This is where we're at now on the podcast. Welcome. Here's the thing about Jimbo and watching porn. And and if you relate, fucking like, share, subscribe, fucking screen record and post it on your fucking story. Whatever you got to do. Here's the thing about Jimbo. When I watch porn... And I'm scrolling through that. I don't know if you guys are the same way. It's the same process. But when I watch porn, it's a very like long process. It takes I, I, I probably got to dedicate like realistically, I'm not even exaggerating. Probably got to dedicate like 30 minutes to, well, uh, to porn from the from like throw in time to look for the perfect video. Throw in time to look at the perfect video, make sure that like all the angles and everything are good. And there's enough face and, and body and face and body because the face is important. And, and and also make sure that the audio, which is what I'm getting at, is also something that's not going to turn you off. And then jerk off and then fucking bust a nut and then clean up and then throw the towel under the bed. Your girl's going to pick it up later, use it to fucking uh, dry her hair. And then, you know, it's fucking uh, that movie with Cameron Diaz where she has the jizz in her hair. That's, that's what it is in my house all the time. Solid joke. Um... <laughs> You imagine though, that'd be fucking hilarious. Me and my brother used to throw towels under our bed all the time. Anyway. Um That's how I watch porn. And one of the things that I, I I like when in my process of looking for videos, if I find a video where the girl's just like, Oh, fuck this pussy, fuck it good. Oh my god, you're gonna fucking just smack me in the face. Oh, my pussy's going to just explode all over your cock. Uh, I literally can not even. I can't. I cannot do it. It's just unrealistic. And it's super loud and it's super ignorant. Not ignorant. Like it's just super fucking loud and out there and it's too much for me to handle. Maybe it's too much for me to handle. Maybe there's dudes who like that shit. Like, yeah, you want me to you want me to fucking smack you in the face. And it's those fucking weird alpha male dudes with fucking eleven uh eleven veins in their arm. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck. Maybe it's because I'm a lovemaker. I've said that on this podcast too. That's probably the disconnect. I'm a lovemaker. I'm not a fucker. So that's that's definitely what the disconnect is because I, yo, it's too aggressive for me. Anything that's too aggressive for me. I'm just like, I'm good. And I can be an aggressive person, but in other ways. But the funny thing about this girl is that I, I just like told her like for, I'm the type of person where like, I'll let it rock. Right. So I let it rock the first time and it took me a while, but I fucking, I set my mind to it and I did it. The second time I kind of like was like, Hey, is that? I kind of just awkwardly was like, hey, is that uh, natural? Like, Is that a natural thing? And she was like, yeah, you like it? And I was just like, I don't know. is the second time. You should get the hit then when I'm like, I don't know. The third time I feel like she purposely did it loudest, like the loudest she's ever done it. I'm like, oh, fuck this pussy. Uh, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to fuck your pussy right now. And then, the, and then the third time, I was just like, three strikes, you're out, bro. That's it. Like, you you just, it can't do this no more. And the third time, I actually told her, like, no, I don't like it. And then she fucking did it again. And I was like, yeah, I can't do this. You like what you like. I'm not trying to be a dick, but you like what you like. Just like if girls don't like fucking guys who send dick pics and, and are mad brolic and shit, that's fine. That's on them. They fucking, they try it out, they don't like it, and then they back out. That's it. I don't like fucking screamers and talkers. And it's probably because I'm a love maker. Yo, we are, we're we uh, re-watching Game of Thrones. <clears throat> and uh, spoiler alert, if you're planning on watching or whatever, but like... Bro, my girl fucking went through the... It, this is the end of the podcast, so if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, turn this off. But my girl was watching The Red Wedding, and I tried on the low. It was a very bad camera angle. But I tried on the very lowest of lows to like record her. She was like at the angle in the frame and then she got out of the frame. But you can hear her and it's the funniest thing in the world. This is what Game of Thrones does to people. And it's one of those things where it's like I remember my first time. The Red Wedding where everyone fucking dies. That's the episode she was watching. i given you meat, <clears throat> my music, but I haven't Yo, the minute That scene is brutal the minute they fucking walk up on Rob Stark's homegirl and just stab her in her, in her stomach while she's pregnant, dude, that's where my girl's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh my God. oh my god 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 God. (laughs) yo this shit's hilarious not the scene the scene's pretty brutal she's just like stomping her feet throughout the whole thing too my girl's a kid on the low it's so funny the thing that the thing that's funny about her is that she could watch a fucking like murder documentary or some shit and she could just watch it perfectly fine but like game of thrones you know like fictional characters it's cool I'm fast-forwarding to, like, the part where uh, Catelyn Stark gets her fucking... uh, her throat sliced. Ooh, such a good scene. The show puts you through a lot. Highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. for my girl's reaction after the show it's so funny I think this is the reaction of anybody who watched The Red Wedding after the fact Like, I think I took two days after two days off after watching them. stomps her feet why bro the show sucks Yo, she fucking leaps up in disappointment, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. What a character, dude. All right, guys. It's been a great morning. I'm going to take this glassé, this wonderful bottle of Classe and drink it straight to my homegirl, Cassie, again. This episode is dedicated to you, uh, to your family. I hope that... I pray and hope that, you know, they find peace. I think at times like these, for anybody who's ever gone through something like this, the important thing is to find peace and knowing that that friend or family member has found peace. So... Thank you for tuning in. Remember to check on your loved ones. Remember to make sure that they're okay. And... I will be at my, I will be trying my very best to make sure that this is the weekly podcast that I said it would be. And bring more content and bring more fucking interesting people, the regulars at Jimmy's Diner. And that was the smoothest fucking Glace Azul bell ring that I've ever fucking heard in my life. Do one better. Let me know. That was bad. I'll do one more. Hold on. I can't close the podcast out like that. Mm. (sighs) Cassie, thank you for the memories, girl. (sighs) The smoothest tequila in the world. Thank you for tuning in. Like, subscribe, share. It fucking means the world, and it does a lot. I love you guys. Stay safe. Stay frosty because it's fucking cold out there. And I'll catch you on the flip. My name is Jimmy. (laughs)